Welcome to Vetting America, a show about veteran entrepreneurs telling their stories of service, sacrifice, transition, and transformation. We also highlight the organizations and resources that are improving the quality of life in the veteran space. Before we get started, I would love to give a shout out to our sponsors, Adam Bird of the Heroes Media Group, Angel Francisco of Vest Marketing, and of course, Anthony Kovic of the Tampa Post. Please help my fellow vetpreneurs get the word out about these great resources by liking and sharing this podcast. I'm your host, Adam T. Cummings, and today's show features Sergeant Eve Barrett, who served in the United States Army between the years of 1993 and 1998. Learn how she's turning the legal world upside down with her tech startup and what led her to becoming the superwoman she is today. Let's jump into it. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Adam. So how long did you serve and, and what was your experience like? So I served from 1993 to 1998, five years. And I lived a full, I say, 20-year experience in five years. I was on four different continents, and I deployed once. And I retired as an E5P, so I went all the way through the schools that I needed to go through. Um, so it was a great experience. I saw the world, met a lot of amazing people, and I really had a great adventure while serving our country. It was great. Do you have any memorable, notable leaders that influenced who you've inevitably become over the last 20, 30 years? Um, you know, that's a good question. I, I was just telling my husband on a trip not long ago that my heroes are people like Chuck Yeager, who obviously is a pilot, um, and Buzz Aldrin, who is a Facebook friend. And I love Henry Flagler, and I, John F. Kennedy is one of my biggest heroes and he of course was military and a president and then i said to my husband you know what they all have in common all of my heroes have in common they're visionaries yes i did not realize they have a military background and they're visionaries and it was just henry flagler didn't but he was obviously a visionary and those people have just inspired me to be who i am so that's my story what made you decide to get out and pursue life here in the civilian world so at the five-year mark, I had met my husband at about the four-year mark, and I deployed shortly after we met, and he went back to the States to be stationed uh, at Fort Campbell. So we were, your husband's a vet as well. My husband is a vet. We awesome. met in Germany um, at Frankfurt at Hanau uh, Station, and he got deployed or sent back to the United States, and I was deployed over to Saudi Arabia. And I said, if, if we can stay in touch and stay connected, which was before the internet, cell yes. phones, all you had was a DSN phone that you could call each other once a week. And um, if we can stay connected, we'll stay together. So we ended up staying together through the year, and then when my five-year mark came up, I said, you've been in for 12, I've been in for five, I really want to start a family, and I really, really want to pursue my life dream of being a court reporter. Will you support me? And he said, I will support you no matter what. Amazing. And so I said, let's make the decision. And I ETSed. And I immediately signed up for school. And I immediately got pregnant in that order. <laughs> Visionary. I said, let's do You know me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want it all at once. Yes, absolutely. And so we did it. What was your transition like? A lot of veterans have, have issues readjusting to society and, and, and finding their way. Um, this is back before a lot of the programs they have now in place for post 9-11 veterans. So mm -hmm. what was your transition like? What were some of the issues you were able to traverse or you, what you went through, anything? So we, I immediately ETSed, got pregnant, started school, and my husband got deployed for a year and a half. So I was faced with being a single mom, struggling to 
I commuted an hour each way to school and I was struggling to keep my head above water. Yes. But I had a neighbor across the street that dragged me out every day for a walk. You must walk. We must walk, walk, walk. And she had a daughter that was my son's age, so we walked every day. And it was tough. I'm not going to say it was easy. It was very, very, very tough. But once he retired, we then had our daughter. And then once he retired in 2003, I looked at him and I said, the only thing that makes me feel really good about myself is running. Mm -hmm. And I know it came from the military. Yes. There's something about a good run that just changes you. So I said, I, I need to run. Will you please stay home with the kids and allow me to get this running in? And I would do it in the mornings. And just like Forrest Gump, I kept running <laughs> and running. And I became a marathoner. And I ran Boston Marathon. And then wow. I decided that wasn't quite therapeutic enough. And I signed on for an Ironman. And I've completed three full Ironman events. That's and incredible. that was my therapy. Yes. But it also made me a better mom and a better owner of my business. And it kept me, it made me a better wife. Running was my therapy, and if I hadn't found running, and I still run four miles a day. Nice. And it's my therapy, and that's what really helped me. And still to this day, it grounds me, it clears my head, it makes me feel like I've got my Wonder Woman yep. bracelets on. Anybody can throw anything at me, and I'll just put my bracelets up and it bounces off. I, so that's my, that's my therapy. Physical fitness was everything for me, too, my transition. I, I just recently, in the last two years, got into martial arts heavy, do a lot of Muay Thai, and for me, that centers me. And it makes me focus on, on that very moment and to exist in the presence to, to just be with myself and just try to get a little better incrementally, a little better each day, a little faster, a little more stamina. And I actually started running because of it again. First time in four years, I ran three miles the Yay! other day. 26.45, I was like, That's awesome. No, that's uh, awesome. It, it, compared to what you were, you know, what you're running back in the day and then you see that, oh, I have a lot of work to do. But again, I have a different mindset about it now. I'm not, when I'm running, I'm no longer, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. I have to do this, this sucks. It's more so, I love this. I'm free. I, I can actually do it again because I, I battled through a knee injury. So again, it's therapy. It's therapeutic and it, mm -hmm. it's amazing. What were some of the resources that you, you accessed or you used during that, um, during the transition that, you know, were there, were there any nonprofits? Were there any, was the VA involved at all? You know, he was still in the military mm -hmm. for eight more years. So I relied a lot on the family support groups, the FSG groups that were on the base. And it was, this was before the internet. Remember, yes. this is 1993 to, no, wait, wait, 1990, I'm sorry, 1998, 2002, 2003 is when he retired. There was no internet per se. The internet was just coming out and there weren't, there was no real support group. There, if cell phones were not, it was the flip phone, old, cost a lot to use it. So I literally relied on people in my neighborhood and on post the FSG groups and uh, my own family. And he was such a great support that when he was home, he was always there for me. And that it's really important to have a strong spouse that believes in you and that you have each other's back. That, that really got me through everything. I think, I think it really well. helped because he, he knew what you were going through. He is a he veteran. Did. He was a military as well. So the mindset was on the same wavelength. Yes. And there wasn't so much um, dark matter in between the light that you two had between each other. Uh, so transitioning into the next question, I know entrepreneurship is a big aspect of your life. And entrepreneurship is a big aspect of my life. It's saved my life, in my opinion. I say this probably every show. Uh, How did you get into entrepreneurship, and why did you keep doing it? And why have you maintained that passion over the last uh, couple decades? You know, I'm, I just, I guess, my mind works that I like to solve problems. Mm -hmm. 
And when I see things aren't working, I say, honey, let's fix this. Mm -hmm. We can fix this. Let's, let's try to fix this. And so our first experience was in 2004. We recognized a serious problem in Florida with court reporters being double and triple booked or there being no reporters there. So we decided to build a website. It was not well received by the community. So we gave it a go for six months and then shelved it and said, it's too much energy, too much effort. It's just not, it, people aren't ready for it yet. Ah. The audience was not ready. So then we decided to, um, our kids were younger. I was doing triathlon, I was running. My son got into running. He has run a marathon at age 16. He ran his first marathon. My daughter was into triathlon. And I said, you know, I was doing the Tough Mudder. They watched and said, that's so unfair. We don't have something like that. So we created something called Tri Kids Rock. The kids named it. And we created a Tough Mudder event for kids. And it was a hit here in the Tampa oh. Bay area. And it was such a great, great event, but it was so much, it was very time consuming and the kids were young. So I knew I was an entrepreneur there as well. And then we kind of put that on the back burner and then I said, you know what? We need to come up with an app to solve this age old problem in the industry. So I'm let's talk about that application. Let's talk about Expedite. Yes. This is amazing. Great segue. Yes, it is. It's a fantastic segue. Maybe you should take my job and interview <laughs> me. Uh, so tell me about Expedite. Tell me who it's for. Okay. And, and what is the competitive advantage of it? Why, why did you come up with it? And, and what's, it, what's it here to do? Okay, so Expedite is an on-demand mobile app platform that is Uberizing litigation support services, i.e. court reporters, videographers, interpreters, mobile video conferencing techs, notaries, public, and couriers. And what we decided was we've had a firm now for 20 years, a boutique firm, and we have run into the problem every day of the attorney or the paralegal calling us looking for last minute litigation support needs. Short of teleportation and a crystal ball, I can't find these resources. And I found ourselves, I found us spending an inordinate amount of time using Facebook, uh, texts, phone calls, emails, trying to find those providers. And I finally said to him, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. There's gotta be a better way. I mean, come on. We are hailing dog people to walk our dogs. We're hailing rides. We're hailing people to clean our house and people to do tasks on tackle. I'm hailing handymen. Why can't we hail litigation support services? What do you think? And he said, it sounds logical. Do you think we can build it? So we did our research and started calling every state in the country and asking, do you experience the same problem or is it just isolated to Florida? Then I started calling the different litigation support services. Do you guys have this problem? How do you handle it? Same way we handle it. And I thought, why are we not all on the same platform? I love the way you said that it's all we built was simplistic networking on a sophisticated platform. I love that. And now it's recorded, so I won't forget. It's all yours. I love that. And that's exactly all we did was let's stop using the connections that don't seem to be working and let's create something that does work because it's working for Uber, it's working for WAG and Tech Tackle, so let's use it for us. And so we built this platform and we just feel like we really hit a home run with it. It solves the problem in the legal industry. That's how we truly feel. Tell us a story about when you were in London, when you were finally able to, to realize that this was time to, we were time to go after it. Yes. My son um, attends FSU currently. He is in the ROTC program there, which I'm extremely Second proud generation. that he is following. Well, I, my father and my grandfather were both in the military as well. Fourth I come from generation. a long line, long That's line. Amazing. Same with my husband. His father and his grandfather were in. That's, that's great. So we have a very full line of, uh, 
of veterans. Once again, Forrest Gump, Gary Sinise. <laughs> <laughs> and so we decided um, he was offered um, an overseas study abroad program to London. So we decided, why not? We should go and enjoy the month with him over there. While we were over there, the phone was ringing off the hook because we have our business phone with us. We're able to do our, our business through the phone, the mobile platform. You have another company. We still have a yeah. court reporting firm that we run, and um, our reporters were handling the work, and we handle all the logistical end. So the phone kept ringing, kept ringing, and my, my, my son said, I don't understand how these people keep forgetting to book reporters or how, how, is, how is this a chronic problem in your industry and there's nothing to solve this. Mom, you need to build it. You need to build this. Kids, all, all the kids in college are on demand. Everything is on demand. Everything. This is where we are. You need to build it. And I said, you know what? We need to build this. So we went ahead and we started building it. And ironically, when we started building it, Hurricane Irma was on its way to Florida. And here we are. It's just in the very conception. And, well, it's in the middle of being built. Sorry, in September it was in the middle of being built. And all of a sudden, everything is shut down in Florida. State of emergency. We can't do anything. Yes. But you know, the legal cogs were still churning. Oh, yeah. Just because we didn't have electricity didn't mean the courthouse wasn't open and they weren't full grind. No way. So they were calling... And court reporters from the east side of the state were saying, we can't get over there to cover jobs. We can't wow. find gas. We That's cannot great. get out of the gridlock. Miami is flooded. Can you cover these jobs for us in Clearwater and in Tampa Bay for us? We can't get out. Our phones are just coming back up. And I said, wow, how great would it be to have this app during Hurricane Irma? So I could just look to see who is in the area and can cover these jobs that I can't get to because of an emergency. And then all the storms up north this, this last winter. Yes. Do you know how many court reporters were posting on Facebook that we cannot get out of our house? We can't cover these jobs. I'll pay someone 1200 to go cover this if you can just go cover it. Wow. I, the, literally, I watched the whole time the expedite was being built. I watched court reporters begging just being for people to be close to that area and cover that job for them no matter what the cost now was. That is and I said, validation, everyone. That is not only is this validation, but this needs to happen because this solves so many issues and logistical problems in our Absolutely. industry. So and that's a long story there. <laughs> Sorry. I can tell you your family is a big aspect of not only your life, yes. but your business. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, how is your family involved in helping you launch Expedite and, and grow this business? So it's great having two children that are in their teens because they know technology. They know it so well. It's where they are. Yes. It's how they connect. So I decided why not capitalize on my kids who have 1,600 followers on Snapchat, yes. on Instagram. Why am I trying to recreate the wheel when they've already got this audience and they already know how to use it and they're efficient. So I put my son in charge of helping me with how do I create it to be fun and easy. Yes. I wanted the flow to be fun and easy and experience. And he helped me with that. And then my daughter is running our Instagram page because that's kind of out of my comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. So she is handling that and she's doing a phenomenal yes. job. And she's a photographer, so she is oh, working the Expedite logo in different okay. places, getting some good footage. So I decided it's better to include the family because 
hopefully they will want yes. to work in the company as well. And, and it, seems, it seems that they follow your path. I mean, you ran. A, you were a marathoner, then they became a marathoner. You were into <laughs> triathlons, then they ran triathlons. Yes. So you put this entrepreneurial bug in their mind, they're set, you know, and then they already have the support and a, a lot of good experience and knowledge mm -hmm. that takes years to get because they helped you build this business. Yes. It's incredible. It's yes. a really good, they, it's a really good move. It's about them realizing that you don't have to just stay in this box and this is yes. what life is. Go to work. Do your job. Mm -hmm. Go home. There's more. If you want more, and if you, you just have to work for it, that's all. And we've taught them both how to work very hard, and I really believe it pays off. So it's a, it's a they're perfect, really happy with it. They're it's really a, happy. And another with perfect going. segue into the next aspect of this interview is let's talk about mindset and perspective. Oh, okay. That's my passion. Is I've been I've been in my own way most of my life, and still successful. But it wasn't until I started believing in myself, building a relationship with myself, and truly going after the things that I want and need, first and foremost, before anybody else, that, that, I was, that life has opened up for me and has actually allowed me to help more people. Yes. So what are some of the, how are you able to get, get out of your own way? You know, you went through some stuff after the military, you had a family, you had, you had your business, you had your work, you had all these things, but yet here you are, incredible, amazing, you. intelligent, you're passionate, you're going for it. How have you been able to, to maintain that motivation and that drive throughout, throughout the last, you know, It is 90% family, and I mean that all sincerely. Yes. My husband is my rock. He mm -hmm. absolutely is my rock. He keeps me focused and grounded. The kids, they absolutely adore me, and obviously we just, our family of four, we're just really, really strong. And we're there for each other all the time. Yep. And knowing that they always have my back, there's something about knowing that no matter how bad the day is, I can go home and look at them and they still look at me as Wonder Woman. I mean, they literally made me a credit card and it's my face, a little <laughs> cartoon, and I'm a superhero. And, and I've got a big B on my chest. And that's how they see me. And it makes me feel like, good, that's how I, that's how I feel, but I want that to be how they see me as well. And I want them to, I just know that running gets me through so much. Yeah. It brings such clarity. I get such great ideas Balance. on a run. And I just feel confident. I feel good. I feel happy. It's that, it's that place. It's the balance, it's mind, body, spirit. It's a great place to be. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you understand, you understand it. It's, it's just something euphoric I, about it. I can't exist without <clears throat> it. It, it, it's, it is. I have it's, to it's move. A, it is a, I do not drink and I do not smoke and never have. And people say, what do you do for fun then? I literally get my high you go work out of more. running. <laughs> That's what I tell uh, people. People and running. Yes. As long as I can be around people no. and as long as I can no. run, namaste. You I, know? I've, I've actually thought of it that way is when I'm done working my 15, 16 hour day, I go spend two more hours working but that's fun for me because, you know, the gym, therapeutic, therapeutic. Yes. But it, everything we're doing is always to better ourselves. Everything we're doing is to get that one brick placed in the day. That's going to build our skyscraper of success. Yes. And, and if you just give that 1%, if you have 1% that day, or if you have 120% that day, you give what you can, but you should be proud of being able to give anything. Yes. And if you have, if you make one step towards your goals in a given day, that's a successful day. And that's the mindset that we really need to go after. Yes. What, is me, what does being a veteraner mean to you? Um, it's, you know, being a veteran is a really, really, 
there's a, a great sense of pride with it because I joined for the adventure and I did join so I could meet some really great people and see the world. But what I got out of it was I'm part of the biggest fraternity in the world. Yes. And when my son says to me, I want to join a frat, I want to join a frat, I tell him, you're in the ROTC. I am here to tell you, yes. our best friends are military veterans. And ha to this day, we stay in touch with them. There's just so much more to being a veteran than just saying you're a veteran. It's, it's a community that is so world global, so global. And then the entrepreneur community, the veteran yes. entrepreneur community, now that is special. That takes it to the next level. It does. It's, it's pure motivation from, from instinct, from being trained, yes. to pure motivation for life. Com combined, yes. you find you just find some people with energy and insight and wisdom. I always say when you have a multiple veteran entrepreneurs in the same room, it's, it's we have a fire team <laughs> and we can do whatever we can do what we need to do and we'll do what we want to get ahead and to get to where we need to go because no matter what. Like you said, veterans will stick together. Veterans will help one another. Sure. And like, like you said, having your family behind you, but then beyond that, you have more and more people behind you every step of the way, making sure that you're going where you, where you want and need to go. Yes. So. Yes, and I, and I always say that the only thing that separates me from anyone else is I create goals, I meet the deadlines, and then I execute the mission. And so many people are good at creating goals and saying, okay, I can kind of finish these deadlines. But there's that failure to execute. And the military teaches us that's the most crucial component. And, and that is, if you fail at the execution, then all that work for setting the goals yes. and setting the, and, and the reason my son ran the marathon, I, I signed him up and said, you can do this. You're gonna learn a lot about yourself. Yes. You're gonna set this goal. You're going to meet these deadlines by filling, you have to hit these goals. You have to run a two miler, a four miler, a six miler, eight miler, and you work your way up. And then you run the marathon and cross that line. And you learn so much about yourself and you learn how to finish what you start. Absolutely. And there's so much of that out there that people do not finish what they start. They have great intentions and I always hear that. Oh, but they had great intentions. No. It's a, in the military, you failed. It's a failed mission. Yes. So that's where the, the military mentality, I mm -hmm. love that because people execute. And I know that if I work with you, I know yeah. you're going to do what you say you're going to do because that's the mindset and that's who we're looking to work with. Incredible. So the last thing I like to ask every one of the veterans that come on my show, sure. again, going back to the transition, is do you have a sage piece of advice for transitioning military members that are either about to get out or are in the process of getting out? Because in my opinion, we're, we're always transitioning. We will always be transitioning. Yes. But given, given stages, say, f within five years of getting in and getting out, what are some sage advice you would give somebody to where if they needed to hear something from you to motivate them to get to where it is they're trying to go, what would that be? Um, my advice, and I mean this is just my own personal advice, people want to help. They really do want to help. Find a running group, maybe a walking group, maybe a coffee group, but find a group and find that support team because people want to help, especially if you're a veteran. The minute we say we're a veteran, people are always yes. so helpful. Very true. Have a support team lined up for when you get out. If you're about to transition, start that support team now. If you know you're going to go back to this city, use Facebook. Use the power of social media. Build that group and have a team ready yes. to, do, to do things. Even if it's, hey, I'm coming back and let's go climb this mountain or let's, let's go... 
let's go tour this winery. S make a plan and meet those people and get out. Just get out and meet people and just, ex this world is a beautiful place. Get out and enjoy it. Don't get in your own way. Yes. Just get out there and let somebody show you how fantastic it is on the other side, because it is. Don't be scared. We're all scared of what's on the other side because we don't know what's there. But once you're there, immerse yourself in it and just be revel in it. Just revel in it. It's some really good people out there. So that's my only advice. How do we reach you? How do we find out more about Expedite? Um, so Expedite has a fa uh, Facebook page called Expedite. We also can be found on LinkedIn and Instagram. And we, our website is www.expedite.legal. And that's where you can find all sorts of information out about us. Thank you so much, Eve. Thank, Thank you for, you for having me. I really appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. It was wonderful. Thank you. I'm excited Same to see. To you. Thank you. I'm excited to see what you got coming down the line. And that wraps up another edition of Vetting America. Please support us by subscribing to our official YouTube channel, where you can learn about everything that's going on at Vetting America. Before we get going, I would love to give one more shout out to our sponsors. Until next time, keep your head on a swivel, be the change you want to see, and always stay frosty. This is Adam G. Cummings with Vetting America, signing off.